Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, February 7th, and we start with local news. An 18-year-old Hohenwald woman has been charged for allegedly robbing and beating a man in Murray County on January 13th, which left the victim with serious bodily injury. Nevea Stewart of Hohenwald was arrested on January 16th, the same day a warrant was issued for her arrest. She was charged with especially aggravated robbery, especially aggravated kidnapping, and aggravated assault. According to the affidavit, Stewart and two unnamed accomplices unlawfully confined by means of fraud the victim. They then drove him to a field where he was robbed and beaten by two male accomplices. Both males allegedly used firearms to beat and threaten to kill the victim, who suffered from serious bodily injury and was medevaced to a hospital. The affidavit further states that Stewart took the victim's backpack, phone, and wallet during the robbery. The Murray County Sheriff's Department declined to comment when asked about the investigation. Stewart is currently in custody at the Murray County Jail. She is expected to appear in court on February 23rd. The Columbia City Council met for their regularly scheduled study session last Thursday to discuss several items, including a proposed rezoning of 200 Oakwood Drive from Neighborhood Large Lot Character District to Neighborhood Character District, which is located in the 9th Civil District in Murray County. According to planning documents, the concept is for single-family residential development on the 57-acre parcel. The project summary states that applicant Louis Sloyan requested to amend the future land use map of Connect Columbia, the city's comprehensive plan, and change the future land use classification of 56.7 acre parcels from suburban corridor to suburban neighborhood. Currently, the zoning designation permits low-density single-family residents at two dwellings, two dwelling units per acre, The requested zoning designation permits medium-density single-family residents at four dwelling units per acre, according to the project summary. The request has to go through two readings before final approval, with the first scheduled for March before being sent to the Historic Commission. Council is also set to vote on an amendment which would set the guaranteed maximum price for the new wastewater treatment plant expansion at $95.4 million. In November, the city accepted Judy Construction Company's proposal to serve as the construction manager. Paul Keltner, Director of Development Services, said the company will conduct a bid of each subcontract. If there are any savings under the budget amount and the actual bid amount of that subcontract, the city will receive that savings, Keltner said, adding a project engineer will oversee the work every two weeks. The bid packages, including grading, electrical, building construction, and demolition, among others. Keltner said construction is anticipated to begin in late spring or summer and is expected to take about 48 months. Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder said the project is significant for the city. There aren't many projects that we deal with that include this type of price tag. But on the other hand, there aren't many projects we deal with that have this kind of long-term impact for our future, he said. The city is scheduled to meet to vote on the item on Thursday, February 8th. At the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance annual dinner last week, President and CEO Will Evans highlighted Murray County's exponential growth, not only in population, but also economically over the past several years. 
In just a few words, Evans delivered an economic punch, citing big statistics, which could set the foundation for Murray County to become a leader in the state in economic growth and prosperity, in addition to population growth. Just days after the annual dinner, Murray County grabbed the number one spot in the state in four categories in incoming investments, according to Smart Asset. The categories include business growth, GDP growth, new building permits, and incoming investment. On a national level, Murray County ranked third in incoming investment and seventh in business growth. There are over 3,000 counties in the United States. Smart Asset Methodology looks at change over a three-year period, which demonstrates sustained performance. Dubbed as the fastest-growing county in Tennessee in the 2020 U.S. Census, Murray County has continued a forward trajectory ever since, solidifying it as a city that's attracting people, business, commerce, and economic investment. Over 300 business professionals attended the annual dinner at the Memorial Building in downtown Columbia on January 30th to celebrate the year's economic highlights. According to a recent Murray Alliance 13-point key performance indicator dashboard used to measure trends, over the past 10 years, the county has experienced double-digit percentage growth in all 13 performance categories, including per capita income, annual income, median home price, and retail sales. These are indicative of long-term economic growth and a thriving economy in the county, Evans said. In terms of county growth over the past 10 years, per capita income grew over 50%. Average annual income, income grew over 30%. Median household income grew over 40%. And retail sales grew over 86%. Last year, 1,760 jobs were created with capital investments of $2.4 billion in Murray County. In the coming weeks, Evans also said the Alliance will share additional data showing Murray County is a leader in the state and a top leader in the U.S. in other top indicators. The Alliance also announced two large economic impact investments last year, including SGB Enterprises Incorporated and Zentria Technologies in Mount Pleasant, bringing $46 million collectively in capital investments and 126 new jobs, with combined wages of $60,000. Thirteen economic development projects in various industries have been announced since 2022. Evans also called 2023 a record-breaking year for Murray Alliance membership gains, ribbon cuttings, and shop local gift card sales. The Alliance hosted 54 ribbon cuttings throughout the year, with an average of more than one per week. The shop local gift card program raked in over $60,000, doubling in sales compared to the year before. Since the Shop Local program started just a few years ago, the Alliance has been able to generate $200,000 in revenue in Murray County. In 2023, the Chamber added 135 new members, which now has grown to 630 members to date. Plus, the Alliance hired two new staff members last year. This is just a small snapshot of what we've been able to accomplish within the last year, Evans said. However, with much economic advancements generating growth, he said the organization will pause to reflect on its direction to ensure that the county grows in a smart way. While many long-time and new residents welcome new growth from housing to industry, some question if Murray County will be able to retain its character, charm, and small-town feel. While all of this is very exciting, it does present us with a new set of challenges, Evans said. For those of you who have been in the community long term, I don't have to remind you that seeing trends in the opposite direction creates a different set of challenges. I think most of us can agree that the challenges we are facing today are much better than the challenges we were facing five to ten years ago, he said.
But there's one thing we have to take away from here tonight. It's been that our organization has been focused on growth because that is what creates opportunity for a thriving economy and opportunity for our citizens. We fully understand, however, that we are a much bigger community now than we were 10 to 15 years ago. We now need to pause, reevaluate, and ensure we are traveling in the right direction to achieve our destination, he said. Evans said as the organization begins its strategic plan this year, a tailored approach would be taken into consideration. We have already begun tailoring our approaches toward economic and community development to ensure we are growing in a responsible manner, and I assure you we will continue to do so even more as we begin mapping out our strategic plan for next year, Evans said. Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, a nonprofit striving to build a more thriving and inclusive community this week and for gener- today rather and for generations to come by transforming thoughtful generosity into positive change, announces it has awarded Delta Recovery Solutions in Columbia a grant to build a caring community of support around alcoholics, addicts, and their families. Good work happens every day in our community through the efforts of dedicated and talented staff and volunteers of nonprofit organizations, and we are happy to support that work, said Laundria Lewis, Vice President of Grants for Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee. Community Foundation awards discretionary grants annually from its unrestricted and field of interest funds through an open application process to Middle Tennessee nonprofit organizations addressing community needs and benefiting the well-being of citizens through valuable programs and innovative services. Delta Recovery Solutions is a not-for-profit outpatient addiction treatment program serving Murray and surrounding counties. Their program focuses on providing recovery services to alcoholics, addicts, and their families even after their formal treatment program is completed, giving families stuck by addiction the resources necessary to leave behind a life of fear and dependency and into a life of freedom and meaning. We are honored to be recognized by Community Foundation of Middle Tennessee, said Delta Recovery Executive Director Matthew White. They have long been the region's leader in uniting generous donors with innovative nonprofits seeking to make a lasting impact in our community. For more information on the grant process, you can go online to www.cfmt.org. Murray County's ongoing growth has continued to make top rankings not only statewide but in the nation based on a recent study by aggregate data generator Smart Asset. Smart Asset's recent findings ranked Murray County as the top county in Tennessee under four major investment categories, which include business growth, gross domestic product, new building permits, and incoming investment. In addition, the county also ranked number three for incoming investment and number seven for incoming investment nationally, ranking in the top 10 in more than 3,000 counties. The Smart Asset Study breaks down investment figures over a three-year period, which demonstrates sustained performance. The rankings come on the heels of the Murray County Chamber and Economic Alliance annual dinner last week, celebrating a record-breaking year in many aspects of local growth, which has been building momentum for over 10 years in Murray County. The Smart Asset Report findings serve as a capstone to 10 years of sustained growth for Murray County, Murray Alliance Vice President Travis Groth said. It is important to note that results like this would not be possible without teamwork and the strong local, regional, state, and TVA economic development partnerships that have been developed, he said. We are proud of Murray County's economic performance and the positive benefits it has delivered broadly across the local economy. 
That said, we are even more excited for what's still to come for Murray County as we transition the focus of our local economic development efforts from community growth to community enhancement. Murray County is a great place to live and do business, and that is getting truer every day, he said. Growth added that much of the continued success, which dates back nearly a decade, has been the combination of having a good team, a good location, and the reputation for Murray County as a place worth investing in for jobs. This is an accumulation of all our efforts along the way, a measurement over time as far as sustainment and investment within the community over time, Growth said. There is a wealth of opportunities that we at the Murray Alliance are here and happy to help assist on, he said. And while the latest data has focused on the last three years of investment and job growth, much of Murray County's success can be traced back almost 10 years, with many factory jobs, growth at the General Motors plant in Spring Hill, as well as opportunities for small business entrepreneurs. I think over the next few years, you'll see our focus will now be from growth to enhancement, and so we are happy and excited to see the next chapter for Murray County, growth said. It's a combination of partnerships that we've not only seen locally, but statewide as well. And Murray County is just a perfect strategic location that's led to some really positive things. This is more of an affirmation than anything else. A real capstone, he said. Amanda Ferreira, a licensed clinical social worker, has joined Murray Regional Medical Group and will see patients at the Prime Care Clinic in Columbia. Ferreira received her master's and bachelor's degrees in social work from Middle Tennessee State University in Murfreesboro. Prior to joining Murray Regional Medical Group, Ferreira worked as a therapist for five years. Ferreira has worked with families and teens and provides an abundance of support in areas of grief, loss, and trauma. At the Prime Care Clinic, Ferreira sees patients ages 15 and older. A physician's referral is required to make an appointment. Ferreira says she is excited to join the practice and begin helping patients in the Columbia area. Prime Care Clinic in Suite 301 of the Murray Regional Medical Plaza is a family family medicine practice offering health care for all ages. In addition to primary care, Prime Care Clinic offers behavioral health care services. At the practice, Ferreira joins family nurse practitioner Loretta Davidson, as well as physician assistants Josephine Luna and Miranda Wood. The practice is located at 854 West James Campbell Boulevard, Suite 301 in Columbia. Hours are Monday through Friday from 7.30 a.m. until 5 p.m. For more information, call 931-540-4140 or visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash prime care. On January 20th, Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee came together for their first local Youth of the Year celebration event. Youth from across the organization, representing both Giles and Murray County, competed by preparing essays and speeches that they presented to a panel of external judges for scoring. Judges included representatives from KCS Building Group, Stan McNabb Chevrolet, and UT Southern. Boys and Girls Clubs are excited to announce that Giles County High School student, Talajawan Ty Robinson was selected based on a unanimous decision from the judging panel as the Boys and Girls Clubs of South Central Tennessee 2024 Youth of the Year. In March, Ty will travel to Nashville to compete with other club youth from across the state for the title of Tennessee Youth of the Year. As an advocate for my local Boys and Girls Club, I am deeply committed to fostering a positive and nurturing environment that empowers our youth to thrive. I believe in the transformative power of mentorship, education, and community involvement. I am thankful to have experienced this firsthand, Robinson said. 
Stay tuned for the results of Ty's journey to Nashville for the statewide competition next month. Congratulations, Ty. Your Boys and Girls Club family is already proud of your accomplishments. Join the Well Outreach on February 10th for a night of hope at the renowned Worldwide Stages in Spring Hill, Tennessee. This will be an evening like none other as they are joined by special guests, award-winning Christian music artist Michael W. Smith and Helen Smallbone. Proceeds from A Night of Hope will bring hope to hungry families throughout Middle Tennessee as the Well Outreach prepares to open a second food pantry location in Mount Pleasant. Join the Well Outreach as they come together to provide hope to our community in need. Tickets are available individually or by the table. You can learn more by visiting www.thewelloutreach.com. And now your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Mr. Gary Wayne Jackson, 46, died Friday, February 2nd at St. Thomas Midtown Hospital in Nashville. The family of Mr. Jackson will visit with friends on Thursday, February 8th at 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home in Columbia. Maggie Lee Anderson McMean, 97, resident of Hampshire community, passed away Sunday, February 4th at NHC Columbia. Funeral services will be conducted Thursday, February 8th at 1 p.m. at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Burial will follow in Sheboss Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Thursday from 11 until 1 at Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Condolences may be extended online at www.oaksandnichols.com. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why the way you feel has always been so important to Susie and Tony Sowell. When people come here, I hope they feel like they're working with a person who's just like family. And by the time they leave here, I hope they feel like they're a part of our family. What I like most is when a family is leaving, they can say thanks. You made something we thought would be hard easier than we thought it would be. Not that we made it easy, we made it easier. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have cloudy skies with partial clearing as the day goes on. The high will be 67 degrees with winds out of the south at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mostly cloudy skies and a low of 43. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) 
My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Bank with First Farmers and you can bank with confidence. With personalized solutions, dedicated experts, and over a century of experience, First Farmers lets you feel secure and empowered in your financial choices. This is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and I would like to remind you that no matter your goals, First Farmers is here for you. Visit MyFirstFarmers.com or call 1-800-882-8378 to switch to First Farmers today. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Neuschen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is George Ross with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because He changed mine. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Brylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. 
Republicans in the Tennessee General Assembly warmly received Governor Bill Lee's budget priorities for the year during his State of the State address on Monday. A $1.6 billion in tax breaks for businesses and a controversial $141.5 million statewide school choice voucher program. Lee touted Tennessee as an economic powerhouse and the center of the automotive universe and praised the legislature's conservative fiscal management and investments in workforce development. He outlined plans to make new investments in rural health care access and protect musicians from misused artificial intelligence. But spectators regularly booed from the House galleries as Lee outlined these budget priorities on Monday, particularly his call to pass on an expanded statewide school voucher program. Instead, Democrats called on colleagues to pass a budget that prioritizes working families, not corporations and private school interests. Among Lee's top policy priorities this year are reforming the state's franchise tax to offer $1.6 billion in tax breaks for businesses and a controversial $141.5 million statewide school choice voucher program. Lee is also backing policy reforms aimed at preventing misuse of artificial intelligence and songwriting, new funding for rural health care access, and new funding for land conservation. Unlike in recent years, Lee's proposal does not include any tax cuts for consumers, such as the three-month grocery tax holiday he backed last year. First Lady Maria Lee sat in the front row to watch her husband deliver his State of the State address. Last year, Maria Lee was absent from the House chamber as she prepared for a bone marrow transplant amid a serious cancer battle. The governor grew emotional on Monday night as he recalled his wife's absence and precarious health in 2023. Last year, for the first time since I became governor, she was unable to attend the State of the State address in person, Lee said. That night, we just didn't we didn't know just how remarkable her healing journey would turn out to be. Maria and I want to thank all of you, here tonight and across the state, for your love, for your encouragement, and most of all, for your prayers for healing, he said. For a second week in a row, Tennessee gas prices have become more expensive. Over last week, pump prices moved five cents more expensive on average. The Tennessee gas price average is now $2.84, which is 13 cents more expensive than one month ago, but 36 cents less than one year ago. Here's some quick facts. 23% of Tennessee gas prices have prices below $2.75. Tennessee fell to the 16th least expensive market in the nation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Living with a worn joint can be painful and frustrating. Leave your joint pain in the past with a joint replacement procedure at Murray Regional Health. Our joint replacement program has been recognized in the top 10% of the nation for medical excellence and patient safety thanks to our highly skilled and experienced surgical staff who perform progressive procedures for the knees, hips, shoulders, elbows, and ankles. For more information, go to murrayregional.com slash joint replacement. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. 
Have you ever wondered if your insurance needs can be personalized? This is Hunter Carey. Our team specializes in planning your insurance needs to get you the best possible solution. State Farm is the largest home and auto insurer in the country. I love bringing that to my hometown. Born and raised in Columbia, I'm grateful for our close community ties. We offer help with home, auto, and life insurance for everyone in our community. Our office is located at 909 South Garden Street, across from the fire station. We're also online at huntercary.com. That's huntercary.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today, and now our final story. The coolest thing you can do all year is participate in the Mule Town Polar Plunge on February 25th to help fund the Special Olympics for Area 6. Dubbed Freezing for a Reason, the event helps support the special needs athletes who compete in the Special Olympics. Their goal this year is $20,000. With a minimum entry fee of $75, $50 for students, each plunger will receive an official Freezing for the Reason t-shirt and all the bragging rights associated with taking the frigid plunge. The more funds raised by an individual, the more swag they will receive. There is a $10 down payment fee to participate. You can register at www.classy.org forward slash event. People can plunge as individuals or part of a team. Costumes are strongly encouraged. There will be awards for best costumes and themes. The Polar Plunge will take place at Mule Town Rec, located at 1446 Oak Springs Drive in Columbia. Registration check-in will begin at noon, and the plunge will take place at 1 p.m. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. Chris Yao is going to be filling in for me tomorrow. I'll be back on Friday to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.